Praise God forevermore. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your goodness, for your mercy. Uh, thank, thankful that you're the same yesterday, today, forever. There's no changing in you. There's no variableness nor shadow of turning. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you were yesterday, you will still uh, be today, and you always will. You don't change, and you're good, and your mercy endures forever, and we are so thankful. Lord, I just ask you to help me say what needs to be said, and I ask you to help people have ears to hear what your spirit would say to us and we will give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus everybody said amen, amen. and amen praise God forevermore glory to God uh, I want to kind of continue on I didn't get to say everything Sunday that I had on my heart but uh we were talking about the uh, sower sowing the word and the, the f four kinds of seed. Uh, the seed that fell by the wayside, the seed that fell on stony ground, uh, and then the seed that fell amongst thorns and thistles. And then the fourth kind is the seed that fell in good ground, and the seed that fell in good ground didn't get hindered. The others got, uh, didn't make it didn't make it to fruition you didn't get no maters amen or, or nothing hallelujah uh, but the seed that fell on good ground and uh, you know that's up to us what kind of ground we are I remember uh, when we moved to Kentucky after Brother Harmon retired, and uh, I was it was the end of my seventh grade year, and uh, Grandpa never had a tractor, and uh, uh, milked cows, milked a few cows, and put the milk in a milk can, and uh, the old cheese truck come and went to the cheese factory, and. Uh, I remember Grandpa had the sled, and he had a horse named Charlie, big old Clydesdale-looking thing, and uh, he limped. And uh, but he was a big old strong horse, and Grandpa had a slide, homemade, hewed out with an axe, with two runners, and then a bed on it. And uh, we would go to all these old fields, and there were rocks that big everywhere everywhere you looked there was rocks and it seemed like the more you picked up the, the more would come but I remember spending quite a bit of time grandpa was never one to not do nothing and uh, we'd uh, he'd go through the fields and, and put them in a pile and then drive the go get the horse and get the sled or slide we called it and go from pile to pile load them all on the slide and then go to these big gullies that we had that was in between our fields because our fields were on a hillside out at Sparksville you know and it's not like out, uh, out towards Cane Valley and towards Camelsville where there's fields for 
uh, 20, 30, 40 acres, 50 acres. We didn't have that. If you had a 10-acre field, it was huge in Sparksville. And uh, so we'd, and it had gullies that ran between them, so, so we'd, we'd do that. And then, like I said, when we uh, planted corn or tobacco, we had to come with the, uh, with the hoe and chop out the, the stuff. And, and you could get it better off by doing that. Amen. You had to, you had to work at it. You get the stones out. You get the thorns and the thistles out. Praise God. And uh, you got to, you know, you got to pay attention. The wayside, you know, we just didn't really let it sink deep or we're distracted. You know, you know, one thing we can do, there's always something going on. But when it's church time, you know, we need to give him some quality time. And when it's devotion time and prayer time at home, and I hope everybody learns to do that, does that, and practices that, and becomes more and more skillful, you know, do your best to not be distracted because the enemy's doing his best to distract you. But but uh, that's up to us. And then and then uh, after we moved back here, and, and uh, then Brother Harmon got a, a job. Uh, I guess it had a little bit more money, and we hired a bulldozer. And the, the, the bulldozer scraped everything and filled some of those gullies in where there used to be gullies between four or five gullies in the field running down where, you know, where the rain just washed it out. All those were filled in, and some grass seed and some fertilizer, and it doesn't even look like the same place. It used to be broom sage. How many of y'all know what broom sage is? And then we there was a custom amongst the farmers out there that's the way we did it because we didn't nobody had the money to put a lot of fertilizer and grass seed it would be what you call broom sage and it was green in the summertime but then soon as uh, fall came it turned white it dried up and and the way you dealt with that was you set it on fire you catch the wind blowing just right and of course like i said we didn't have 50 acre fields we had two three acre fields and we'd catch the wind blowing just right and set those fields on fire that broom sage and I mean some of it was thick we had we had some good broom sage I'm, we, we could grow broom sage and uh, burn all that and then it was of course it was black for a few days but after a couple of rains it, it, it the, the rain would wash off the black and green would start showing up again but uh, uh, the, 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 the type of ground is, is up to you at your attention how important is this? Jesus said the same measure you measure with will be measured to you. See, some people don't even know where their Bible's at, much less what's in it. Amen. And uh, then they're the ones that want to argue and quote a scripture to that they've never heard, they've never read it for themselves. They just heard somebody say it. Uh, and sadly, there are a lot of experts like that. And uh, Lord, help us. Heaven and earth will pass away, but this word will never pass away. We've got to love this word, and we've got to receive this word, and we've got to fight for it and get that good, get that good crop in the ground, and it brings forth some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Amen. And uh, so different stuff will try to choke that word out, but it is so important to love the word. Satan hates the word. 
He's after it. He's still after it. Uh, he's trying to get it. And then we started talking about uh, how to receive from the Lord. Well, you know, you have to take His Word. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You've got to learn and train yourself. And uh, some, some people could say, well, you're getting brainwashed. Fine, call me brainwashed. Really, I'm heartwashed. But I choose to renew my mind to the Word of God. Now, you call that brainwashed if you want, uh, but uh, as a man thinks, so is he. And, and that's what we're after. Amen. We want our minds renewed by the Word of God. So the first thought that enters uh, when we, we come under attack, uh, we, when something contrary, in Corinthians it says, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every uh, high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You've got to learn to deal with thoughts, and, and the Word of God has to be the standard. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we read about the woman with the issue of blood, and how she said verse 27 of chapter Mark chapter 5 you can look there with me when she heard about Jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment and see that's what Andrew's saying somebody's got to hear about Jesus somebody needs to hear about Jesus that's the good news that's the gospel well whatever she heard about Jesus made her determine in herself that if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. So she had to have heard that he's a miracle man. Amen. She had to heard that he was anointed and he had power. Amen. And had, had helped people. And that people could get help from him. So uh, she was in bad shape. A certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. And suffered many things from many physicians. Glory to God. I'm, you know, I've suffered a few things from a few physicians. And uh, it's not all pleasant. Amen? Hallelujah. She had spent all that she had and was, was no better. Sometimes medicine can help and sometimes it can't. Amen? Uh, I heard one preacher say, sometimes people die because they go to the doctor and then sometimes uh, some people die because they don't. Amen? But we're, we're need, we need to have the right attitude about doctors. Amen. And realize we do have a great physician, the Lord Jesus, and doctors can help and assist. Amen. And, and uh, do what they do can help us. Amen. But uh, they're not our only hope. Amen. And we need to, you, you know, you need to use your faith. Amen. I believe we need Christian, spirit-filled doctors. Amen. And if the Lord tarries is coming. Glory to God. Uh, and I believe revival's happening. You know, you're not, they're not going to tell you that on CNN, but I, I just believe it. I, you know, like I said, I, I like Little League World Series. Uh, and so I've watched some of it. And I've heard a lot of coaches and players being interviewed Amen, and they're giving Jesus glory. 
and credit. Amen. Right there on, right there on TV. One, one little boy was playing, I think he might have been playing first base. And, uh, or, 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 you know, I think he was on, even on the other team. But the pitcher threw a ball and, and hit, a, hit a kid in the, in the head, in the helmet, and it, it hurt him. And the pitcher was really shook up about it. And this other kid, this kid from the other team, goes to that pitcher and hugged him up and told him everything would be all right. And so the cameras caught that moment, so that was a big moment. I think they're going to let him, I think they let him throw out the pitch. They have a major league game that goes along with the Little League now every year. And I think they let this kid throw out the first pitch in that major league game. But he said, he, they said, well, what was you thinking? And he said, he said, I just wanted to share the love of Jesus and reach out and comfort him. You know, that, and, and so that guy's got some good parents or maybe good parents and a good pastor. Hallelujah, he wasn't ashamed. And, and uh, we hear, uh, hear a lot of coaches that we're just pr thanking all the people back home for prayers and thanking the Lord Jesus for helping us. And, and uh, that, well, that's the kind of coach you want your kid to have. Hallelujah. Amen. Teach them right and wrong. And I, I believe God's raising up people all over that, that aren't going to be ashamed. And, and uh, uh, you can carry on a conversation with them without being embarrassed because of the language that they use. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, she's been all she had was no better. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the press and touched his garment, for she said, now something inside of her knew this because she'd heard about his goodness. She said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And she did that. She said it, and then she, she went through the crowd, which was quite an ordeal. She had to press through the crowd. Amen. You, you, you know, it doesn't happen by accident, and it, 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 it doesn't happen without effort from you. If she had put no effort in this, if, if she had even, she could have said it's difficult. She could have said, I have an issue of blood, and according to the law, I'm unclean, and I'm not supposed to be out in public. She could have had a lot of excuses. Amen, that, that, that we make, but she didn't. And this is how, you know, we receive just like she received. Amen, because uh, Jesus is the same. He's still the healer. Amen. So she was believing. She was in faith. Amen. She, she pressed through the crowd. Amen. She got out of her sick bed and, and got herself up and got herself ready and went out and got in that great crowd, pressed in and touched the hem of his garment. And she said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Praise God. Amen. If, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Amen. Now, that's, that's faith talking. See, there's none of this, so I'm going to go to church. The healing evangelist is there and... Maybe it'll be God's will for me to be healed. And if it, if it is God's will, then I'll, maybe I'll get healed. Maybe I'll get better. I hope I get better. You know, and that's not what she did. She was totally in faith. Amen. And that's the way we have to be. Amen. And how do you get that way? Well, not by looking at what you see. 
not by listening to what everybody else says amen you can't even go by what you see because well what about so and so they didn't get healed they died I saw on Facebook they had a prayer group for you know one person you know they had seven or eight hundred followers and was posting and praying every day and they died so not everybody gets healed well and I, I will agree not everybody gets healed but it is his will for everybody to be healed just like not everybody gets saved and I know Calvinists and five point Calvinists say that if you're supposed to be saved you will be saved and if you don't get saved you're never supposed to be saved that is one of their, their points of doctrine and because he has irresistible grace and, and uh, uh, but he, the Bible says he's not willing that any would perish but that all would come to repentance and it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever amen whosoever will believe amen so I believe it's God's will for everybody to be saved but some people are just hard headed he said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who doesn't believe will be damned some, he wants to save everybody but not everybody chooses to receive it amen hallelujah and uh, there's nothing too hard for God amen and we we love it amen uh we hear cases all the time hard cases people i love to see it uh people who are bound on uh meth and crack and everything and you know the, the just sick and sores you know uh all over them and you know poor poor health uh and uh you know then they show a picture you know two or three years later where they've got jesus amen and they got jesus they didn't get a 12-step amen they didn't get counseling they got jesus amen you can't cancel an addiction demon out of somebody you have to encounter power amen and now where there's rehabs where they uh have power that, that is that's fantastic and we're all for that amen and and uh i know there's places like that hallelujah where there's power but there's also there's also some places that are just uh, uh not too much power amen and we just gather together and confess that we're drug addicts or alcoholics you know hallelujah i'll never confess that amen i was that i was that but if any man be in christ he's a new creation old things are passed away behold all things become new amen and and uh uh, I had to make some adjustments. I had to make some adjustments. When I first rededicated my life, uh, I, I, actually, I had a field of, of, of pot growing. And uh, what, I, what I had done, uh, I'd moved to town and bought a trailer and lot, and I fixed it because I already had it going. I fixed it, fixed it with my landlady where one of my buddies my drug dealing buddies moved in the, the, the house that I moved out of and he kept it I got it started I got it going he was going to finish it up I was going to help him and we were partners well when I got saved I didn't want nothing to do with it and, and uh, uh, so just out of caution I didn't go out there 
I didn't go out there to see how it was coming. Amen. And he worked with me where I worked. And God just worked it out so gloriously. When I walked in that place, because the Bible says you've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And you need to tell somebody that you're saved. Amen. Because the devil will try to make you ashamed and, and steal that word, won't he? Amen. So I walked in and some of, some of the people that were there at the revival where I got saved uh, got me and walked me in and, and, and they said, Hey, everybody, this is Brother Randy Parnell now. He got saved. Amen. He got gloriously saved. And so that whole factory was buzzing and all of them knew. It's like the baptism of Jesse Taylor. And do you all remember that song? And, th and then some of them, this is how wicked some of them were. And they started... Uh, they, they like to gamble on anything and everything. They started taking uh, lots on how long I would stay saved. And, and you know, if I was a bystander just watching, I'd, wanted, I'd have had some money on that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But say, I'm still here because I got saved. Amen. I got saved. I, got, uh, I, I heard the gospel. I believe the gospel. And there's power in the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, so uh, my testimony was out all over the place and everybody knew so he stayed away from me because he was scared of me they were scared of me they were afraid what got on me would get on them and something obviously had got on me and I waited several months and then at the appropriate time uh, I went to all, my old, all those old buddies and, and uh, told them what had happened praise God Hallelujah. Told him if I could put this better than any drug, this is what I was always looking for. Now I found it. Hallelujah. And that's what it is. That's what it is when you, when you get the real deal. When you touch Jesus and he touches you. Now, if I may only touch his clothes, I should be made well. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Uh, and... Uh, Jesus said, who touched me? And, you know, she finally said it was me. And uh, he knew somebody touched him because virtue or power went out of him. And then he, he answered her and said to her, uh, daughter, your faith has made you well. He didn't say, daughter, my power went in you and made you well. And, you know, we, have, we, we call people healing evangelists or healers. People aren't healers. Jesus is a healer. And, I mean, he did heal her. The power went out of him into her. And he didn't even take credit for that. He said, no, your faith made you well. Because you've got to have faith believing. Amen. Uh, she believed what she heard more than the 12 years of suffering. Amen. She said, if I can just touch him. Amen. Now, receiving today is just the same. Amen. It's believing. Amen. Hallelujah. Regardless of what you see. See, when she got in the line, she still had the issue of blood. When she pressed through the crowd, she still had the issue of blood. Amen. But she was convinced in herself. She didn't say, I'm going to touch him and see what's going to happen. She said, if I touch him, I'll be made whole. Amen. There's a difference. And, and, and we got to get that. And... and uh, uh, and received by faith. And, uh, and then faith without corresponding actions is dead. Yes. Amen. You've got to give action to your faith. Yes. 
saying it's not enough. Amen. You got to act. Dodie Osteen, uh, Joel Osteen's mother, uh, got sick and real sick and lost all her appetite. And, and uh, they took her to the doctor and, and uh, uh, they said she had liver cancer. They diagnosed, kept her a few days and run some tests. They said she had liver cancer and they gave her like three weeks to live. Well, their oldest son was already through medical school and was already a doctor. And uh, he, he said the kind of cancer that it is, it's just, it's so fast. By the time you know you got it, you're gone. And, you know, so, so they gave him that news and uh, they went home and uh, John Osteen, Joel's dad, he was a faith man. Amen. He, he believed God. He was a great preacher, fantastic preacher. You, if you want to see some good preaching, go YouTube and look up John Osteen. Amen. And his program was 30 minutes. There's a lot of little 25-minute sermons on there that are, that are just good stuff. So they went home and talked about it, and they decided they were going to you know, believe God and start saying things. Well, she wrote those. I got copies of them if you want them. I've handed them out many times of the scriptures that she said amen and she said them every day every day and see the reason you say them faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and you say them when your mouth says it and your ears hear it and and you're doing it on purpose you're you're getting the rocks out of your ground you're getting the thorns and thistles out of your ground you're making sure that the seed of the word falls on good ground amen when you're and you're hearing that and you're believing that and you're 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 wanting what that word says to be more real than what you feel and she did that well she lost a bunch of weight her, her skin was yellow uh, you, you know because of liver disease so she got pictures when she was pretty when she was all dolled up before she got sick and taped them everywhere so she saw that and she took mirrors down didn't go but mirrors and she'd go look at that mirror and say I'm healed I'm a mother I'm a I'm a wife amen I got long life, and she said what the Word of God said, and she's still here. She's still here. And now there's no respect of persons with God. Amen. Uh, Mark Hankins is one of, uh, one of my uh, uh, favorites. He's right up there. He's, he's definitely in the top ten. Uh, and a matter of fact, Dylan, uh, we got Dylan moved to Cumberland's, University of the Cumberland's in Williamsburg. And uh, uh, there's a church in London that I used to go to. I've been there several times. I heard uh, Charles Capps there, and, and uh, that's where our, uh, Lester Summerall shook my hand and said, God bless you, son. And the power of God just shook all through me. And I was so, I was so blessed to be sitting right behind him. And I just knew. And he said, turn around and greet somebody. And he turned, God bless you, son. And it was just like thunder. Hallelujah. But anyway, uh, that the pastor who pastored that then uh, was older than me, and he's retired, and, and uh, it's changed hands, but it's still a Word of Faith church. And the pastor is a Rama graduate, and he's a spiritual son to Mark Hankins. Amen. So, and Mark Hankins comes there a couple times a year. So uh, I plan, you know, on when he comes. Uh, I'm going to try to get there and visit and maybe get to, get to meet Mark Hankins because Mark Hankins... Back when I had that uh, 
that uh, red Camaro, or that orange, reddish-orange Camaro, cinnamon-colored, whatever color it was. Uh, we drove it to Florida once on vacation, and that was not a good idea. <laughs> and uh, on the way back, uh, everybody else is sleeping and everything because it's like a 10-hour drive, and so it's just me, and I'm flicking through the dials, and I hear this preacher just preaching the paint off the walls. And he said, he said uh, count it all joy when you fall in divers' temptations. And so he said something. He said, a temptation that come his way, that's joy number one. And then something, you ever have one of those days where stuff just keeps happening? You know, and he named off three or four of those. That's joy number three, joy number four, count it all joy. You know, he just prayed. And I, I had to find out who he was, and that was my first uh, getting to know who he is. But now, now I know who he is real good. So uh, that's, where, that's where Dylan felt like he was supposed to go to church. And he, he, he went there the first Sunday he was there and, and uh, got to meet the pastor and, and uh, was excited about it, praise God, and I am too. Uh, but, uh, and Mark Hankins is a real deal. His mama was on the sick bed and, and his dad was a Pentecostal denomination pastor. And... Uh, he got to hear, got some of Brother Hagen's books. And Mama got up off the sickbed. Mama got up shouting. She's been shouting ever since. And she still is. She's still living. Praise God. I know his mother-in-law just passed away last week, I think. But, uh, but anyway, he was preaching. They'd started having a service at the, in Louisiana in their home church. And... Uh, his wife blacked out in the, in the foyer out of way, and he couldn't see it because he was preaching. And, uh, you know, somebody went, got his attention and come, and they got the ambulance and everything and took her. She'd blacked out. And they took her to the hospital and did a CAT scan, and she had a tumor the size of an egg in her head. And they said, we've got to do surgery and try to get this out immediately. And so they said, well, they're okay with that, you know, if that's what... But they immediately started praying. And they said, we know we don't need to have any unbelief spoken. We don't need any unbelief spoken. We need to speak the word only. So they had somebody in their church that was kind of stern, that nobody bulldozed, nobody bulldogged. They set her outside and said, nobody except somebody who's going to speak faith is coming in here. And they gave her a list because everybody wants to come visit the pastor. But some are going to, oh, you know, and, 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 and cry and not be in faith. Amen. So they only let a few people in there, and they spoke totally faith, and they believed God, and they were standing on the Word of God. They took her into surgery and prepped her and cut her head open and got in there, and there was no tumor. So they sewed her back up, and they said, when, when you do this, the same thing that Jessica Jacobs had. Uh, but when they got there, there was no tumor, and they said, you know, you might not be able to speak, you might not be able to do this, might not be able to do that. Well, long story short, I think she did have to, to rehab a little bit, but there was no tumor. There was no tumor. And so if the Word will work for anybody, it will work for you. Amen. Now the devil will try to tell you it won't work for you. But we just got to do what they did. We just got to stay with it. And, and, and uh, sometimes I let stuff slide. But when I put my foot down, 
Seems like God's faithful. Amen. And so we, it's time to put our foot down. Amen. You know, uh, uh, hallelujah. And just, just stay with the Word of God. Feed on the Word of God. If, if, if you need healing in your body, if you're believing for healing in your body, you need some, some healing devotions. Amen. You can go to Brother Hagin's uh, Rhema. You can just Google Rhema, and it'll take you to their website, and, and you'll come across his devotion that you can get every day or have it sent, have it sent to you in an email every day. And, and Brother Hagin has one uh, uh, called Health Food Devotions and then one called Faith Food Devotions. They're five-minute devotions, three-minute devotions. Sometimes they're not long at all. But they're always Scripture. There's always something testimony, always something building your faith. And, and you know, if you're going to have a piece of toast, you can do that. Amen or egg. For breakfast, you can start your day with 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 some feeding on the Word of God, not uh, not Fox News or CNN or something. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, I, 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 there's other healing devotions that you can find. Praise God, because I look at several of them every day. Amen. That that builds you up, and we receive. We just take it. We just receive it. We're not trying to get him to do it. He's already done it. You don't have to talk him into doing it. He's already done it. You just have to talk. I take it. It's just like I said, more love, more power. That's not saying, God, give me more love, give me more power. That's saying, I take more love. I want more power. I want more of you in my life. Amen. I, I receive my healing. Healing is the children's bread. Amen. Hallelujah. From the top of my head, the soles of my feet, I'm healed. Get you some good devotions. Confessing the scriptures over and over again, it's not vain repetition. But you've got to declare it and declare it with force and and uh uh be uh diligent. And it'll do you good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. And there are points of contact, just like uh, just like electricity. I, I, I was struggling, and I was believing God, and I was speaking the Word of God. And I just was like this woman with the issue of blood. I said, I'm going to go see Dr. Jacobs and have him to pray for me. Amen. I was just like that woman, and I told Misty, I did, you know, I'm going to have doctor pray for me and and uh, i'm getting over this hump because i was i was uh, i wasn't happy with my progress and uh i did i had i got in prayer line twice two nights drove up there two nights and then he was here like the next weekend and so i got in those prayer lines too amen and it changed stuff so much amen now uh i might have felt the power of god the tangible power of god but uh, when it prayed, but I, I wasn't looking for whether everything was perfect or not right away. Amen. I was confessing with my mouth, I'm healed. The healing power of God went in me, and I'm healed, and I'm sticking with it. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and 
agreeing with the Word of God is so much more right than agreeing with your feelings and what you feel when you think that's real, but amen. Uh, the things that are not seen are eternal. Amen, and they're, they're more real than the things that are seen. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you that your Word is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, and we believe it and we receive it. And uh, you're the same, and we believe you that from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, we are the healed, and healing is the children's bread. And uh, we believe you for divine health, not just divine healing. We, don't, we, 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 we thank you in the name of Jesus. We believe you, your healing power is on us, and we don't have to succumb to any of these things that uh, all the world's bowing down to. We believe you. In Jesus' name, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And all God's children said, Amen. And amen. God bless you. And